Hey there, you're listening to Mad Chats with Black Girl Y.E. I'm your host, Jess D. And today's episode is a chatting episode. You know that time where we all get together after class and we stretch, sit, and talk about all things jujitsu and life. If you want to continue the conversation, please make sure to follow me on Instagram at blackgirlwhitegee underscore bjj. And of course, go to my website, blackgirlwhitegee.com to find blog posts and other resources that I hope can help you on your BJJ, martial arts, and fitness journey. But without further ado, Let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the mats. Um, I thought that to get into the spirit of Halloween, that we do horror stories today. I love that I sound so chipper. I'm just always excited to talk to you guys and have a, like a happy talking mat chatty session, but like maybe I should make the vibe spooky. Ooh, hello there and welcome to the mats. <laughs> okay, yeah, enough of that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, um, so just in the spirit of Halloween, I figured that we can um, talk about some BJJ horror stories. Um, I'll mention some of my own and then we can, you know, go over to Reddit, good old Reddit, and see if we could find some cool stories over there and, or not find some, I found some already and talk about it. Um, as usual, if you are, um, you know, if you haven't done so already, please follow me on, um, black girl, underscore BJJ on Instagram and black girl, on TikTok, all that cool stuff. And yeah, you know, I, the conversation's all, always over there. The community has been awesome and always having some cool things to say. Also, if you guys listen to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any podcast um, platform, please you know, like, review, share. I really appreciate anything. I'm not begging, but you know, I'm really trying to grow this and I appreciate any listens, anything that I get. So thank you in advance. So I would like to talk about some of my personal horror stories and read some um, stuff that you guys have written to me about your personal scary things that have happened to you while doing jujitsu and then turn it over to reddit where i found some stuff that kind of left my mouth agape kind of left me shivering because uh, scary like there's a lot of aspects of jujitsu that can be scary like you have the injury aspect you have like you know, the infection where you think about the horror stories of staff. Um, yes, in jiu-jitsu, but I mostly hear about it in wrestling where some some person gets staff and then their skin en- ends up peeling off. And obviously I'm being facetious, but yeah, a lot of scary things can happen in jiu-jitsu. You know, as a woman, um, things happening like a more, a stronger, bigger man that happens to have more skills than you trying to approach you and you rejecting them and their reaction there if they have no self-control. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different ways that 
scary stuff can happen in jujitsu. For myself, like I, there's, I like to target four scary things that have happened to me while doing jujitsu. The first one, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't think this is a scary, this is scary, but context and layers, right? So <laughs> the one time I actually had to use jujitsu in real life, and this was in China, and you would think like, okay, well you do jujitsu, you shouldn't be scared about, you know, if you need to protect yourself, but. Basically, one time I was out with my ex-boyfriend and my ex-boyfriend's friend had like some exchange student friends that came and they were exploring China and we ended up at a club and <clears throat> the one thing about China is that sometimes like foreigners are basically seen as like quote unquote money magnets. So if there's a foreigner, they're going to try to make money from you. So apparently one of my ex-boyfriend's friends friends broke the faucet in the in the bathroom and like the bouncer was like oh he has to pay like I think it was something ridiculous like 2,000 RMB and 2,000 RMB if I remember correctly it's like like almost $300 or th a little over $300 there and like it was like no he's not paying and the guy like the bouncer like grabbed him so I like and the bouncer was huge. I had to like basically break his grip and like tell everyone to run the f out, like because we were like no one's paying for that stuff. So we like all ran out of the club, crazy. Um, and the thing, the reason why that's scary, like as a foreigner, and in China, like I knew that I could always defend myself, but I've always had this nature of it's always your word against someone else's word. So they could say like, oh, well, this foreigner did this, this, and this, and this. And then you're like basically screwed. I mean, I'm kind of losing it a little bit. So if you speak Chinese and you listen to this, you could always talk to me in Chinese because I really need to practice in any event. But you always have this layer of like, oh, um, you, you can't defend yourself in the language. So you always have to be mindful and just live your, um, you know, live your, in your lane. Actually, I'm going to come back to another story about living in your lane. Or maybe on another episode, I'll talk about, you know, self-defense in, in China and whatnot. All right. The second thing that kind of reminds me of, like, um, jujitsu and, like, kind of a horror story for myself was um, this, the creepy guy that kept, like, harassing me in my old gym. And, you know, just was, like, moaning and breathing. And I was... Yeah, I had to be a white belt or a blue belt. I, I talked about this There's in a previous episode. It's a, it's a blog post episode called Storytime, Creepy Guy at the Gym. Um, but yeah, just as a woman and you, I think a lot of this stuff is like, it has a layer of like, I know how to defend myself. I know I could kick this guy's ass, but I, it's almost like this, um, you don't want to disturb the dynamic of the gym. And like, oh, everyone is like, you know, kind of happy and doing their thing. And then you come in and you ruin that dynamic. So I think I was fearful about hooking up with this, you know, hooking, oh my God, hooking up, ew. But I mean, like, um, basically getting partnered with this man and then him being disgusting the whole class and having no recourse except to tell my coach eventually. But yeah. Um, another scary thing is like major injuries and I think that 
when you're younger, you don't think about it as much. Like, um, I feel like a lot of um, my jujitsu friends that are in their 30s and 40s, like the idea of injury and not being able to recover as fast is always super scary. And, you know, the especially when you have people that are going off and they're like really adamant about doing jujitsu and winning and all this stuff. And you like, you know, I've had my the major knee injury the guy that made my knee pop um basically and then i had a neck injury by no not by anyone on purpose basically like i just didn't catch the mat on time and i hurt my neck so i couldn't train for a few weeks then too um there's always these things there that you feel like okay any major injury like again if it's a if especially if it's like a neck um um what's it neck back or head injury then you're like oh crap I could be paralyzed and that always looms over my head as well and then my last scary thing which is not really scary it's just more so disgusting but yeah hey Halloween and stuff was the smelliest guy at my gym super nice guy but was like more so like holistic guy sweating directly into my mouth and like again super nice guy I'm not you know trying to I'm just relaying my perspective of the situation like he straight up smelled like onions and he was in mount he mounted me and he sweated in my mouth and I wanted to die I always I talk about that a lot but I literally was like I'm quitting jujitsu right this second <laughs> yeah so I mean those are again jujitsu scary stuff happens in layers but those are things that kind of stick out to me and, and make me kind of feel scared about jujitsu uh, okay, so some, like, you know, going, referring to my Instagram, I want to read some stuff that people have um, written to me about, like, the scariest things that happened to them in their jujitsu classes, or when they train jujitsu. Um, like, uh, one person said, a training partner of mine is about 40 pounds heavier than me, did a shitty Azoto Gary, and landed full force straight on top of me, um, her face hitting my face and knocking the breath out of me on one of my first weeks of jujitsu. First of all, that is so, like, I know I already cursed, I was reading, but, like, it's so terrible when something like that happens to you in your first day, and it's, like, again, the head injury, you know, you're getting the air knocked out of you, and I know, like, if you train, like, if you're a new person and you haven't had it happen to you yet, you will get the wind knocked out of you at least once, like, like if, be it by someone's throw or something like this, but, like, having that wind get knocked out of you and you're, like, disoriented is, it's like so like a little bit right another one I really liked was um uh you know uh comment I just had this happen a week ago me white belt and drilling partner is a blue belt known to be rough and he had one of my legs pulled it hard towards him and my other leg was all was on my weight and I wasn't hopping my knee popped when it turned in and when and then pain I've been joking that I'm collecting the infinity stones of BJJ injuries. Um, yeah, and that was from Moms on Mats, or Maddie from Moms on Mats. And the first comment I didn't mention was um, White Belt Mom. Like, shout out to them. They're, like, always liking myself, and they always make good content. So if you guys are on Instagram, definitely follow them as well. And then the last one is from Rival underscore Emily. Watching my sister break her foot on her second week of class. Let me tell you, if you, you know, you, you're going into jiu-jitsu, obviously it's a real sport. 
there are, you know, you know that you're bound to, there's some injuries that happen, but just seeing like a break in the second week of class is nuts. Like I would be like, oh, nope, this is, this is not for me. It's a sign from the universe. I shouldn't be doing this. I'm out. Thank you very much. But yeah, so yeah, that was from um, my Instagram. Again, at blackgirlwikey underscore bjj. Um, I always have like uh, questions and stuff on there. So if you guys are, you know, willing to participate, I really appreciate that. Actually, I had another story that I think just because of the nature of it, like I want to tell it, but I think that I might put it on like a private episode. I'm, I'm thinking about making a Patreon. I do have a Patreon, but haven't, um, I'll put it out there, but it's like actually kind of a crazy story, <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely going to keep it for, you know, private just because there's a couple of items in there that are a little bit like, yeah. But in any event, let's go on to Reddit and I'm going to read a couple of stories that are like, yo, scary, scary stuff. Like, oh my God, you know, just again, there's layers, layers upon layers of darkness and craziness that happens in jujitsu and you're just like, uh, some gross, some like dark, some, oh, anyway. All right, let's get started. BJJ Horror Stories. Had a murderer in the gym. Guy shows up on a Monday, super aggressive, gets his ass kicked by everyone and prepays for a year in advance. Don't think much of it, just that the guy's gonna be annoying to work with. Wednesday comes around and a buddy texts me saying, well, I know my jiu-jitsu works on murderers now, and I think he's fucking around. Again, sorry guys if you can't listen to curses, just reading directly. He tells me to check the news, and there's the new guy. He stabbed a woman repeatedly after getting caught breaking and entering on a Saturday. Slept on Sunday, and then come to jujitsu Monday to start training. Oh my God. <sighs> it's nuts. Next story. A guy passed out and died at my first gym after a few rounds of boxing with one of our pro fighters. No, not jujitsu related, but still. He had some kind of pre-existing heart conditions, but I didn't know. Not too long after, someone was closing the gym at night and then the last thing they do is turn off the circuit breakers in the back. After turning off the power, they were walking to the front in pitch black, and then the timer for the rounds went off, which is not battery powered. So he sprinted out, locked the door, and left. <sighs> I know, not jujitsu related, but I can imagine, like, you know, shout out to my coach who always, like, Locks up after and after he's cleaning, I'm sure he's there by himself. You know, he's a tall, big, strong dude, so I'm sure he's fine. But I'm sure that's a, if that happened in our gym, I'm sure everyone, like, would, anyone would run from that. All right, this one is more so, again, um, woman, uh, woman's story, kind of the horrors that, as women, we face in jujitsu, especially when it comes to someone that is more advanced, more you know, like experience in jujitsu and when you're not as experienced, it does give this layer of scariness. All right, here we go. I moved to a new area as a two-stripe white belt and was looking for a new gym. 
I was really nervous about it because my partner would be moving out later and he was a brown belt at the time. So I was essentially picking a gym that would be good for both of us and didn't feel and didn't feel qualified. The first gym I tried was the biggest was the biggest name gym. Not a single student or instructor greeted me when I came in. I was the only woman and the only one without a partner after warmups. I asked two smaller white belt guys if I could work with them and one said, I guess, and reluctantly let me drill maybe 10% of the time. Pause on the story. I hate that. Like it's happened to me in China. It's happened to me, you know, in different gyms that I've visited. Not often, but like, you know, once in a while when you're trying, you're like, hey, you know, trying to, like me, I am shy. Like if you get to know me, like I, when you first meet me, I'm shy. But then when you get to know me, I'm like very friendly and like whatever. But like, I hate when that happens when you're just trying to, you're, you know, everyone's there to learn. You don't have to be like a, you know, bitch about it. Anyway, going on. During open roles, the purple belt assistant assistant instructor, who was a giant guy and probably had close to 100 pounds on me, oh, for my, um, uh, whatchamacallit people, I think, what is 100, um, 100 pounds in kilos? What is that? Like, 100 kilos? I don't know. I can't, <laughs> I miss living in China because I used to be able to do kilos good, but 100 pounds. Do the conversion yourself. Ask Google. Um, asked me to roll and was pretty much letting me work assessing my level typical new student stuff he gave me side control and I went for a paper cutter choke he didn't realize what I was doing until I fully set up and then he threw me off him like all my body was at least two feet off the floor damn then as I was gathering my stuff to leave the head instructor started telling me about his tantric sex workshops what the fuck um, and then this um, Redditor says, um, I found a really good gym for the both of us, like her and her partner, but that seriously nearly made me want to give up jujitsu for months until my partner moved out and could be could go with me. Luckily, the next gym I tried ended up being our home gym and a friendly blue belt immediately took me under her wing and everyone was so nice. And that's why I love women because we will see other women like, yo, you new on this journey? Come on, let's be buddies. Hug, hug. You, you with me now. We together in this. So... You know, shout out to the jiu-jitsu girls. All right, guys. Last two that really, like, kind of gave me the shivers. All right. When I was a two-stripe white belt, I rolled with my instructor two-stripe black belt for the first time. He took my back and went for the RNC. I tucked my chin instinctively. He applied the jawbreaker and quickly I tapped. It felt like someone had poured sand into my mouth. Turns out it wasn't sand, but tiny pieces of teeth. I'm ugh, teeth stuff always like gives me like ugh. yeah I hate teeth stuff but um he's like then he goes on to say was it my fault for not wearing a mouth guard his fault for ripping the jawbreaker on me at the time I thought it was my fault for lacking knowledge of proper RNC defense and not wearing a mouth guard I continued to train there for about a year and a half before I moved due to work looking back now as a purple belt it was a hundred percent his fault that guy is such a douche. Hell yeah, especially like, I know like all of us have somewhat of an ego, but you're going to, you know, not tell your student to not like, you know, be careful with that and then rip like a jawbreaker on that. I have one coach that, you know, he would tell you what to do. It's like, oh, if they're not going to tap, you're going to do this. But like, obviously for a more, you know, a new student, you need to be 
you know, conscious about this kind of stuff. It's crazy. Last story, um, and the, uh, it's labeled as a dark story, so let's get into it. Um, Coach had a student probably 10 years ago who used to tap anytime anything was ever remotely attempted. Grab a collar, tap. It was silly, but this student was also overall a pretty weird dude. Eventually stopped showing up after only a short time attending. Not, on, lo, not long after, he was on the news a few cities away for killing his girlfriend and chopping her up. Pay attention to everyone, regardless of how disarming they appear to be. Holy effing shit. That, oh man, like, I've, I mean, I know all of us have dealt with weird people in real life and, you know, they're just weird because they're quirky, but like, you know, those weird people where you're not sure how to, you know, deal with them, that, it just gives me the shivers just because who knows what kind of, what people do outside, unless, you know, if you're friends with someone, but even then, like, you never know what people are like outside of jujitsu. But anyway, guys, these have been some BJJ horror stories. And my question for you for this week is, you know, what are some of your horror stories? What are scary things that happened to you? It could be on the gross, the weird, the scary, or the, um, yeah, gross, weird, or scary. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, happy Halloween season. Enjoy and thanks for listening. And I'll catch you next time on the mats. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Again, if you want to continue the conversation, please follow me on Instagram at blackgirlwhitegee underscore bjj. And don't forget, please like and subscribe to Matt Chats with Black Girl White Gee. I've been Jess D, and I'll see you next time. Bye.